Hi, welcome to the Emotional Stuff Podcast, hosted by Dr. Marcus Motley, clinical psychologist and positive psychology coach. Here you'll get powerful stories, techniques, strategies, tips, and targeted recommendations on how to effectively deal with anger, sadness, grief, anxiety, jealousy, fear, and other minor, major, intensely difficult, and disempowering emotions. Listen to the Emotional Stuff Podcast, read our blog, and begin to heal your hurt, manage your emotions, deal effectively with difficult people, handle stress better, and fully empower yourself to change and grow in the ways that you really want to. Dr. Motley helps you to remove the emotional chains that are shackling you. Hello, this is Marcus Motley with another episode of the Emotional Stuff Podcast. This is a show where we discuss the best tips, techniques, and strategies on how to deal with your emotional stuff. We talk about how not to let your emotional stuff derail you, or deter you, or put you on a detour from your destiny, or weaken your resolve to maximize your potential. And most importantly, we talk about how to use your emotions to empower yourself, to connect with others, to make positive changes, and to get what you deeply desire from your life. Last month, I was contacted by a colleague and friend who indicated that she was struggling. But that's all she said. And after that, she went silent. It took three emails, six WhatsApp messages, three Facebook Messenger messages, four mobile text messages, and five telephone calls to get her to share exactly what she was struggling with. So what was it? Well, she had emotional challenges, she said. Serious ones. Anxiety and depression, to be exact. But because she was both a friend and a colleague, and thus because of ethical standards, I opted to refer her so that she could get the help that she needed. Now that took some explaining and influencing, and she slowly and hesitatingly followed through. So she's now working with and being helped by a qualified professional, As a matter of fact, she now has a three-person team working with her, a psychiatrist, a clinical psychologist, and her general medical practitioner. It had taken her a long time to reach out to anyone for help. She just could not bring herself to reveal to anyone, including her family, and as a matter of fact, particularly her family, that she had mental health challenges, that she had emotional challenges to be exact. Why? Well, like millions, maybe even billions of people on the planet, she had bought into the stigma associated with emotional and mental health problems, challenges, disorders, or illnesses. And this stigma that she had bought into had prevented her from seeking help, not for months, but for years. Yes, years. Over 26 years to be exact. She had known that she had emotional challenges since she was a teenager, but had struggled on the inside while appearing normal on the outside. That had hampered her life, not that the casual observer could tell. She had what looked like a successful career. She had an MBA. She was a manager. She had two kids. She lived in an upscale neighborhood. But but she was in her second marriage which was now heading for the rocks. She felt a world of walls were closing in on her, at home, at work, 
everywhere. And now she was at the brink, at the edge, at the breaking point. She lacked motivation. She had difficulty getting out of bed in the mornings. She had difficulty communicating with her family. She had difficulty leading her staff at work. Her life was filled with anxiety. And one minute she was speaking fast, reflected by racing thoughts, and in the other minute she was drawing mental blanks with foggy thoughts, mumbling her words. The sad thing is that her situation is more normal than ever. There are millions of people with her types of symptoms, and most of them are not seeking and are not getting the help they need. So the message in this podcast is that you should get help. Get help if you suffer from the type of emotional problems that trigger feelings of not wanting to do anything about your life, feelings of wanting to give up, feelings of wanting to do something that you know is wrong, feelings that you can't handle life's challenges. Get help now. And if you know anyone like that, encourage them, persuade them, influence them to get the help they need. When these types of emotional stuff take over, one of the things that you should know is that you are not alone, and with the right help and professional intervention, you can enjoy the feeling that you can take control, that you can manage, that you can live the life of your dreams, eventually. You're also not alone in the fact that millions of people, maybe even billions of people around the world, struggle with emotional disorders such as depression and anxiety. Most of these people find ways to at least cope, while many others find ways to be successful in the lives that they choose to live. One of the reasons that many people don't get help is because there's a stigma attached to emotional and mental health disorders in their culture, as a matter of fact, in every culture. I would say that this is true of most cultures because I've seen it everywhere. Emotional and mental health challenges are some of the most misunderstood or under-understood health problems that we experience. As a result, people and their families hide their emotional and mental problems behind closed doors. In many countries, including the so-called developed countries, some families have been known to hide and lock away family members who exhibit these problems from the rest of society. Those people suffer a long and miserable life of agony in an age where help is just a phone call away or a visit to the local clinic. As a matter of fact, people can get help just by going on the internet and finding natural solutions to some low-level emotional and mental problems. At the very least, an individual can get information on their condition, information that will help them to understand what they are dealing with and learn of the vast array of potential treatments and solutions that do exist. In less developed communities, some of those who suffer from disorders like depression, grief, trauma, phobias, or anxiety can also get help by talking with wise elders and community healers who have apothecaries of natural medicines that can help with some mild forms of these emotional disorders. Others in their community provide types of counseling that mainstream scientists may scoff at, but some of these types of counseling have proven to be very helpful over thousands of years of community practice. Modern trained clinicians and doctors, even those who are from indigenous communities, tend to dismiss the healing and therapeutic power of natural forms of healing. Their modern 
first world treatments based on their modern scientific medical training has all but washed their brains of the centuries-old healing powers of natural and indigenous forms of healing. Thus, many of them warn potential clients that they should not get help from shamans or witch doctors and other types of natural healers, who I maintain are specialists who have for centuries provided valuable assistance to their communities and tribes. Some modern practitioners even suggest that sufferers should not get help using new and old medical approaches such as hypnosis, NLP, homeopathy, acupuncture, aromatherapy, naturopathy, reflexology, herbology, shiatsu, Ayurvedic medicine, or energy therapy, or many other types of natural and historic forms of healing. Clearly, evidence abounds that these approaches to healing work well for some people in some situations across many cultures. The truth is that also in many cases, these approaches work better with less side effects and potentially less harm than many of the Western, Eurocentric, highly vaulted, high-priced medications and other interventions, many of which have murky reputations among patients and even more dark and questionable results. The side effects of some of these medications alone is scary and in some cases appear to be more harmful than the conditions that they have been developed to treat. However, 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 notwithstanding all of that, persons who suffer from emotional disorders need help in almost any form and almost from any provider. The one thing they cannot afford to do is suffer in silence and they ought not to suffer in private. With the tons of solutions that are available today, and with the growing number of qualified health providers, help may be just a phone call away to a hotline, to a clinic, or to a local healer. So, then, first of all, get help. Now. And then, whether the help comes from a mainstream provider or from a local healer, the patient or client should closely monitor the results of the intervention. Notice what changes. Is it better, the same, or worse? And then take the appropriate action to continue, give it some more time, or stop the intervention and move on to try something else. Try something else. Try something else. Keep trying until something fits. Another step you can take, in addition, is to find an online help group that shares strategies, tips, recommendations, and things that are working or have worked for members of the group. For example, there are many such groups on Facebook that you can join. One approach that everyone should use is what we call bibliotherapy. What is that? Well, bibliotherapy is the use of books for therapeutic purposes. There are thousands of self-help books on the issue or challenge that you are struggling with. The best books can provide you with information, strategies, techniques, and approaches that have worked for others. You learn of things to avoid, insights that can guide you, and in some cases, depending on where you live, you can find information on where you can get help. Whatever you do, keep on trying to find the help that you need. Keep trying to find the intervention that works for you. And one other thing, one other very important thing, while you are on the journey of finding a solution for your problem, get a companion with whom you will confidentially share your efforts your challenges and concerns and the results that you are getting. 
And if getting a companion to share your story with does not appeal to you, then get a journal and write your thoughts, the steps you are taking, the process of any intervention, medications you might be prescribed, the effects of the intervention, your challenges and concerns, and the outcomes that you receive. So if you are experiencing any type of emotional problems, get help. And get a companion with whom you share your thoughts or record your process and your progress in a personal and private journal. And so... If it's someone else, then please help them to get the help they need. Do it for you or for them now. Hi, thanks for listening to another episode of the Emotional Stuff Podcast, hosted by Dr. Marcus Motley. Listen, if you need private, personalized information, techniques, or strategies that are designed specifically to help you or a friend or a loved one, then please contact Dr. Motley at empowerme at hotmail.com. That's M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E at hotmail.com. Or go to the website at emotionalstuff.com emotional s-h-t-u-f-f dot com and leave a private comment or make a specific confidential request remember you can always contact dr motley for private and confidential coaching and counseling assistance